Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. First thing I want to get around to is a referendum, of course, that we had back in June 2004 that seems to be, I suppose, completely ignored with the latest conversation that we're having around children being born in Ireland. And the Taunasha says that children born in Ireland should have a pathway to citizenship. But then, I suppose, uh, but that, I suppose, repeating that we, we did have a referendum, uh, the 27th Amendment, uh, which the people decided that wasn't going to be the case. But under the amendment passed in 2004 citizenship referendum, children born in Ireland are entitled to automatic citizenship if at least one of their parents is a citizen or entitled to be a citizen. Now, nobody would have an issue with that. But before that referendum, by the way, if somebody came to Ireland who was not a citizen and had a baby in Ireland, that child automatically had a right to citizenship. Years ago, it was classed, they called it anchor babies. Uh, So people were flouting the law, going to a country like I would go to America, not me obviously because I'm not a girl, but a woman would go to America, family would go to America, have a baby in America, the child becomes a citizen, the parents get to stay as the child's guardian. And it was being abused. That legislation gets abused. And that's why we had a referendum to change it. But now Labour leader Alan Kelly told the Dáil that his party is now pursuing a campaign to ensure that every child born in this country has a pathway to citizenship. He says we will not stop until it's achieved. It is completely wrong that such children cannot get passports, have problems accessing higher education, or in some cases are threatened with deportation. My answer to that would be they're illegally in the country. That's just the sad fact of it. They're undocumented people who are not in this country legitimately, who have visas that have expired, etc., etc. But anyway, he went on to say that it is wrong that children are treated differently from those who they sit next to in their class and are in some ways discriminated against. Mr. Kelly referenced the case of Eric uh, Ziyingmi Zhu, who uh, many of you may remember last year was threatened with deportation to China. Eric has never lived anywhere other than his native Wicklow. Now, more than, and that's a sad story, by the way, when that happened. But that's not Eric's fault. It's not the state's fault. It's his parents' fault. Because the parents would have known when Eric was born and would have been aware when Eric was born and all through Eric's life, or young life, because he's only a young child, that Eric would be undocumented like his parents for whatever reason. Now, more than 65,000 people signed a petition calling on then Justice Minister Charlie Flanagan to halt the deportation order, which Mr. Flanagan did on this particular occasion. And Mr. Kelly said there are many children just like Eric. There's actually thousands. In response, Leo Varadkar said that he supports the trust of the campaign and the intentions behind it. Now, Leo is saying now he supports it, but what he's saying is, I don't support democracy because democracy in this country decided back in 2004 that we didn't want that. Now, if they want to change it, I would suggest they have another referendum and let's see what democracy says. Maybe it's time for another one. But to just change the legislation without any referendum, I find completely undemocratic. Anyway, he said, uh, to me, it would be wrong to deport young children to countries they never called home and expect them to start their lives there. Uh, we need a change in this area to provide a better legal mechanism for uh, dreamers, as the, de- the deputy describes them, young people born in Ireland who are not citizens, but who know no other home and were schooled here. They need a pathway to regularisation and uh, then to citizenship, which is slight- a slightly different thing. Today, I want to know if you agree with Mr. Radke's comments and Alan Kelly saying that it is downright cruel to deport anybody, including a child, who knows Ireland as their home. Now, there are people out there, of course, who say we need to respect democracy. The 27th Amendment, Constitution Bill 2004, asked voters specifically about the automatic entitlement of those born in Ireland to be a citizen at birth. And we 
rejected it. The government proposed to limit citizenship to those who have at least one parent who are lawfully resident in the state and lawfully a citizen of the state or entitled to be a citizen of the state. It had argued at the time that we were the only EU state with an automatic right to citizenship at birth. And that was open to abuse. And we we are still, if we change it again, we're going to be the only European state that allows somebody to be born in this country and be a citizen automatically. But I want to know what you think or a pathway to citizenship. I want to know what you think. Do you think if a child is born in Ireland, they should have an automatic right to citizenship? With that, by the way, you have to remember goes hand in hand that their parents or parent will have an automatic right as a guardian to remain in the country because you can't leave the child here, you know, at four or five years of age and chuck the parents out. So the parents would have an automatic right to be the guardian of the child and stay in the country as well. So I want to know, do you believe that a child, if there was a referendum tomorrow, like the referendum back in 2004, how would you vote? Do you believe a child has an automatic right to be a citizen of Ireland or a pathway to citizenship if they're born in this country? Yes, you believe they should, or absolutely not. You agree with the original referendum and you agree with the people who voted at the time that they should not have an automatic right to citizenship unless at least one of them is an Irish citizen. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 That's 87 And let me go to Michal. That sounds like oh you're in your car. Yeah, I'm on the I'm collecting a vintage car in Sligo. Oh right, what sort of car is it? That's, that's a lovely spot. It's in Anglia nineteen forty years. Oh right, that must be costing you a couple and, of quid, is it? I'd buy it just across the back of it, it's for sale. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna put a set of fluffy dice in the window as well, yeah? Oh, I tell you, no, no. By the way, me, me, Hall, I'm, I'm being nosy, right? But how much would a car like that cost? If this isn't great harder, it's 10,000. It's not in great harder. And uh, the present, two and a half to three thousand, which uh, about two to three thousand to be spent in it to bring it into. And, and can you, I mean, I'm going completely off the topic, but can you buy parts? Would you be able to get a, like body parts oh, for a 50 year old Anglia? <laughs> Buy them all new. They're all in England to be bought. They're quite a supply them in Ireland. That's some good good luck of stuff myself. But all the parts you want, you can get them. And if you want new parts, you can get them from England. No problem. All right, okay, the people making. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, let me get back to the topic. So I'm going off the topic a little bit. We'll come back to cars again another time. It's an interesting yeah. topic. Okay, but Michal, do you believe that a child born in Ireland should have an automatic right to citizenship? It's a very divided question. The child itself should not be born. The child was born here. I would give it automatic rights to, to citizenship. On the other side of it, in the parents, there'll be a massive question mark. I know quite a number, and I do know quite a number, come in here, three and four months pregnant, come in, I'll get citizenship. Well, that, well, that's, well, that's why we had a referendum, because that was happening at the time. This is when, of course, Ireland yeah. started to see immigration, Both really, Ireland, for the first time. Ireland, yeah, of course, yeah. And what were ha- literally, literally what was happening, people were arriving pregnant on planes. They was being abused. And they were I, taken straight from the airport to the rotunda. I but I do not you're, bre- you're breaking up a little bit, Michal. Oh, we've lost, we've lost Michal. I'll try and get him back there if I can. Try and get Michal back if you can, Ashley. James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Hi, you know, how's it going? James, I mean, okay, it's I can understand the plight of a young fella sitting in school and all his mates are citizens. He's not. He knows nothing else but Ireland. He's been born in this country. And I, that's really sad. I, I do get that. But should we have an automatic right to citizenship? No. And why you're very obviously dead fast now? Why are steadfast now? Why? Because what we had, as you mentioned, there we had people, women, 
arriving in from whatever, heavily pregnant. I think I, I could be wrong on this. I think this all refers back to a thing called the Chen case, where a Chinese girl in London was pregnant, went to Belfast, had the baby in Belfast, so the baby became, under the Good Friday Agreement, an Irish stroke European citizen. Then she flew straight back to London, where she had no, she had no connection to Ireland whatsoever. And then, the, then she started claiming benefits. Yeah, because she's British, she's essentially a European citizen. A yes. European citizen. The British government said, "Lads, close this loophole." Hence, why we had a referendum. I, and I'm also well. We we were at that time in 2004 the only European state that allowed what they called anchor babies. That's what they yeah. were called at the time. And yeah, I'm, I'm open to correction this, but I think when the 80 percent of the next to the Good Friday Agreement, I think it was the highest ever vote for something. In a okay, referendum. Yeah, I, okay. The referendum result was 79% said yeah. yes to not allow it to happen or to remove it from the Constitution yeah. and only 20% said no. Yeah, the simple fact was... It was a landslide. Yeah. The majority of the population saw that the system has been abused and we voted to close it. The, entire, the 80% of the population... Uh, well, now the Labour Party are trying to are trying to overturn. When I say overturn that, they're looking for a backdoor way in to remove that democratic decision. Do we have a Labour Party? How many TDs do they have? Seven, <laughs> yes, something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. The, the well, I know Ivanovic has been talking about this for years, anyway. So Ivanovic has been talking. Who voted for him? Yeah, she's been talking about this for a long time. Sorry, no. Who voted Ivanovic in? She she remembered at all. Well, okay, I get you. No, I get you. You, you know, you, you get where I'm going. She, she's not even a TD. She's ran in three or four different times, and she's been rejected on three or four different times. I'm actually, you know, I'm like, it, it's, a, it's basically what you want to do is they want to open the floodgates again. This is simply what they want to do, because they will open the floodgates again. That's exactly what will happen. People from all over the world will say, Jesus, I'll get to Ireland, and I'll have a baby there, and then either I'll become, the child will be a European citizen, Hence, I'll become a European citizen. And then I'll go back to whatever country I might have been based in Europe or wherever else and claim benefits. Because that's all it comes down to is claiming benefits. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're looking, and, I, and I'm trying to be balanced on this in the suggestion that you're looking at the extremes of the case. It's not always the case that that but, would happen. But look, what, look what's happening now. Well, the, they the are children, clearly children sorry, of undocumented people yeah, living in exactly. Ireland. Yes, yeah, I know, I know. in that position? Not the children. The parents. The parents. The parents have put them in that position. Because at the time... These, these kids now who are like 18, 19, 20 years of age, who are all because of this situation, that's down to their parents coming into the state 20 years ago or 15 years ago. And the kids today, like that young chap that you mentioned out in, in Wicklow, whose mother was illegal, who applied for asylum and her application was torn down. She should have been deported straight away, but she wasn't. Hence why this happened. Well, yeah, but isn't that, yeah, but isn't that a failing by the state Absolutely. that 85% of deportation orders are not carried out? So yeah. we allow people then to live illegally or undocumented in the country. Uh, we allow their children to go to school. Uh, we allow them to avail of the services. And I, I know that sounds bad when I say we allow, but we are, we are allowing yeah, them to do that. Mean. And then we turn around five years later and go, oh, remember that deportation order? Uh, we're kicking you out now. That yeah. seems unfair to do that to people. You also have to remember, Noel, as well, with the immigration system, there's a lot of people making a lot of money off this as well. Oh, immigration. Yeah. Well, of course, lawyers yeah, and barristers all over the country are making a fortune. Everybody's yeah. making money off the backs of this as well. That's another reason why they don't want the gravy train to stop as well. Let them all come in, let them all come in, and we'll represent them for eight to ten years while they appeal, they appeal, they appeal. So in, you, in your eyes, in your eyes, James, what is an Irish, what makes you Irish? What makes you Irish? Oh, God, Noel, that is a hard question. But what I mean, you're Irish, okay? So what? Uh, yeah. What makes you Irish? Is the fact that you have Irish parents? Because obviously, clearly, you don't believe it's because you were born here. 
Um, it's because I've Irish parents, because of Irish grandparents, because of Irish great grandparents. I have. I have how many? How many? Family. How many? How much? How far back in the lineage do you need to go back to? to but what I'm saying. So is parents. I, I have a link to this country. I've always had a link to this country, and my parents had a link to this country. My grandparents, so on and so forth, all the way back for you know for millennia, basically. And you know, when someone else arrives here, they have a kid, as you said, for an anchor baby. It's most of the time, and. I don't care if this offends people. It's all about, as I said about the Chen case, as soon as that child was born, two days later, that woman was back on the boat into Wales, trained to London, and straight to her benefits office. Hi, yes, I want to claim this for my child. Oh, my child's a European citizen, which makes me a European citizen. The simple fact is, if they do this again, this Labour Party who have something like six or seven TVs, if they decide then that they want to, because basically what they're doing is they're saying... Well, you know mind what? you, it's not just the Labour Party because Leo Varadkar is rolling in behind them as well saying there needs to be a better legal mechanism for dreamers, as he calls it, yeah, um, well, as the deputy he, describes. And he Leo, says... Leo, Leo uh, Varadkar who got voted in on the seven count. Let's not talk about it. Leo, Leo straddles the fence, Niall. Leo, I know, Leo, and he, but he, he says there needs to be a pathway to regularisation and citizenship. The, the simple fact is, Niall, the, the simple way of solving the entire issue is this. If someone comes forward, I mean, let's just say they've come to claim asylum, right? They should be brought in and their application should be heard. If it's rejected, they should be allowed to appeal once. If their appeal is rejected, they should be taken and returned to their country of origin. Every other country does that, except Ireland. Why? Because we don't want to offend the PC liberal left. Okay, well, well, well hang on. Let me go back to Michal. I've got him back there, because Michal... Uh, Michal... Hi. Yeah, sorry. I got lost there. I was just traveling in the last bad reception. Oh, okay. I agree with that gentleman 100%. If the parents are coming in here, if the, if the, if the, they, they should come in here to apply for asylum, pregnant or not, they did come in pregnant, and should be looked at urgently. If they think that there is... Situations rejected. Let them appeal it. We're going to give time and don't let the solicitors die. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not going to disagree with that. You have to have immigration laws, and that's the way we we are. But but, but me, but hang on for a second. But you did say uh, initially that absolutely, if a child is born here, um, that they should have priority over their parents for citizenship. But yeah, but that makes no sense, me, because if a child is born here and they're a baby, right? You can't make the child a citizen and and they say to the parents, "We're deporting the two years," because that's not going to ever happen. I didn't say the poor parents. I said, make sure the father doesn't stay here. I maybe give the mother citizenship. But you're running a serious risk. If tomorrow, this other gentleman just said, tomorrow they apply for citizenship, it's, it's rejected. Then they appeal it. There should be a plain way, it's an underrun way, gone. The whole okay, but you're, but you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth. No, I'm not. You, you can't then, leave the baby here. Because you're telling me in one hand that a child born in this country should ha- have the right to be a citizen, but not the undocumented right. parents. No, it should be a simple thing similar to Scottish rights. If the child is born here and at three or four years here, they should be entitled to stay here. Right, and that, okay, so who's going to mind the child? No, you bet, hold on. And you if, the, if the parents are illegally, illegally in the country, who's going to mind the child? Well, that's how I tell you. There's a million adoption agencies there. Crying ah, out stop with you, Michal, for God's sake. You yeah, can't put the child up for adoption. No, you can't have it both ways. If they come in and the child is born, well and good. The child is automatically here. Maybe leave Okay, so does here. that? Okay, so Michal, does that make you? If you're born in a country, this is what I'm trying to establish, and most countries don't recognise this, by the way, and Ireland didn't either after that referendum. But if you're born in a country, does that make you a citizen of that country? It makes the child a citizen of the country. No, no, I, okay, okay, so okay, so so if I go on holidays with my partner and she's pregnant, uh, and we're yeah. in America, and she has a baby on American soil, does that make the baby American? 
That, I because it doesn't legally, by the way. I can yes, just ask. The paper should be. I, I'd make it. A, she should have a pa- your passport then. She should have an American passport. She was born there. So no country's going to do this. So that's that'll be. I mean, the leak. That's a legal loophole that will be exploited to no end and has been over the years. So why would you do that? So just but, being born in a country makes you a citizen of a country. I don't believe that was ever the case, or should ever be the it, case. It should. Well, maybe never the case. But the amount of times that it happened, be one in a billion. Because you go on the holiday, and your girlfriend is pregnant. You won't go on the holiday. She's within a month or two. Happened the cost. The, the airlines possibly won't take you because that must have been pregnant. Well, they're not meant to, by the way, but airlines did. They were fined over the years for doing... That's one of the very reasons, apart from health and safety, that airlines are not meant to take women who are heavily pregnant. pregnant. Yes. Right. But they that's did, it. and they have, and they do. Well, uh, well then, if that's the baby, Paul Hyder, did that happen? Yeah. The point is that a baby born here, as far as I'm concerned, should be entitled to citizenship. He was born here. There but he shouldn't come to that because the parents should have been allowed into the country if you were that close to being pregnant. And he you say back to the airlines. The law has to stop somewhere. But if their appeal is rejected, I'll stay away. I'm not leaving for two years or six years for citizens of the next of fortune. I'd be out of hell to be gone. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry James. Michal, t- never mind talking to the two sides of his mouth. He's talking to the two sides of his mouth and out his backside. I know, yeah. Well, I don't mean himself. that in a bad way. Now, but yeah, contra- but no, he is contradicting himself. contradicting himself. himself. The, same, the simple fact is this, and let me point to this right now, right? In my previous job, I used to meet people from all over the world who, who had come to Ireland legally to, to come here to work, okay? A lot of them who decided that they were going to stay did it the legal way. What they would do, they would be here for five years. They would be working and paying tax for five years. Whether they're South, two South American citizens, you know, one from China, one from South, whatever. A lot of them I've met did it legally. They would be here for five years. They'd be working, paying tax, not taking anything from the state, contributing to the state. And then they decided, you know what? I like living in Ireland. I'm going to apply for Irish citizenship. They're doing it legally. No problem with that. They want to have children here after their parents are both legal. No problem with that. You want to come to Ireland? illegally, claim asylum, get rejected, decide and I'm going to appeal, get rejected again, I'm going to appeal again under this, get rejected again. Okay, I'll just have a baby, so. And then, you know what, I'll just have a baby. And then what I'll do then is I'll cry the poor mouth. Oh, poor me. You know what I mean? Well, 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 if you have a baby under the previous legislation before the referendum and the baby became a citizen a citizen of Ireland automatically because of the right to stay here, you then, as a guardian of the child, also had a right to stay here. said, Niall, if you, yeah, if you and your the partner went, went to America and you had a kid there, you would you know that any day INS would come knocking on your door. Mr. Boyland? Absolutely. Uh, but you know, there was only a conversation about that a while ago about illegal undocumented Irish living there, uh, the undocumented Irish, and the amount of children. There's thousands of Irish children living in America, and they are at the risk of ICE, as they call them over there, the immigration authorities, literally knocking on the door and taking those children and putting them on a plane and sending them home again. They're illegal. And, they're but the, and that's the point. They are illegal. Yes, you're right. I mean, although people don't like the word illegal, by the way, James. I was corrected last night and told to use the word undocumented. It's exactly, exactly the same thing. When you live in America, if you're Mexican, you're illegal. But if you're European, you're undocumented. Okay, we'll stay there for a second because I just want to go to Maria before. Actually, Maria, stay there. I've got to go to a break and I've got to come to you straight after the break, all right? Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number is 087 uh, Labour Party insists there should be a pathway to citizenship for people born in this country who may not be from this country. Um, and I want, even if their parents are undocumented or illegal, depending on what word you like to use, I want to ask you, even though we had a referendum on it, we seem to have forgotten about that, where the majority of the people, almost 80% of the people, voted against this. 
And yet we have now a political party who are trying to overturn democracy, it seems. And I want to know if you agree with it. Do you agree that a young child born in this country should be automatically a citizen? Let me go to Maria. Maria, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Maria? I'm great, Niall. Uh, Niall, I think it's, um, you're asking really three questions there, right? The first one is, uh, has, as a very simple, has a child born in this country uh, got the right to citizenship? And if it's that simple, I'd say yes. The next question is, uh, is a child born in Ireland whose mother just got off the plane entitled to it? No. And then the third one is, are the undocumented in Ireland who've been here for a number of years entitled, their children entitled to um, citizenship? And that's the complex one. The middle one is the complex one. I mean, the others are yes and no. I, I believe there's about, in this country alone, I, if I remember rightly, somebody may correct me on the figure, right? But I think there's between six and 7,000 children in this country who are undocumented, who are children who are born to people who don't have the right to be here, if you know what I mean. I do, I do. Yeah. And I know some of them. I mean, a lot and, they're, of and they're in schools and they're in education and they're they with, are, they have and friends and they've never been in, in their own, they've never been in the country of their origin. Absolutely. But their parents are like, carers, they're doing all those very good jobs that a lot of Irish people don't want to do. We have to take that into consideration mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no, don't, don't get me wrong. In every, uh, even though it sounds wrong, in every country in the world there's always been a place for undocumented people. Uh, exactly. b- because, as you mentioned, that they will do jobs that people probably won't do. But that's, that's not the way people should be treated either. Because then, then we're actually exploiting people in some sense, aren't we? I think we are exploiting those people. But, it's, but they, it's the argument is, Maria, they shouldn't be here in the first place. And when we talk about the little Chinese lad who was, this conversation started yeah, last year over yeah, the, the Chinese yeah, lad, yeah. Uh, Eric. Now, you know, Eric is a lovely kid. He's never been to China in his life. He has friends and his family and everybody over here. This is where he lives, all right? But yeah. in saying that, Eric's parents or parent is the one who put him in that position in the first place. The, 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 the irresponsibility is not of the Irish people. It's not of the Irish state. It's of the parent who brought him here, or should I, should I say the parent who had him here, knowing they were illegally in the country in the first place. Yeah, but it is. I mean, the Irish state, no, if there's that view, right, the Irish state needs to go after the parents before they've kids. Or do you know what I mean? And As somebody said earlier, one of the men said there, that a lot of them are on appeals, seven and eight appeals, to stay in the country. Now, along that um, road, there has to be somewhere along that road that it said, you know, during this appeal period, if you get pregnant, that's instant deportation. You know, there has to be something. Um, it's before the child is born. Do you know what I mean? I understand what you're saying. So if people, so if people are, you obviously are blatantly using it as a way to stay yeah. in the country. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but who's going who's going to govern that and decide? Know. You know and what happens if someone said, "Well, hold on, I didn't plan to get pregnant; I yeah, just got pregnant." But you see, I would actually, if you ask me simply, I so you're read, you're, what you're redefining is the word citizen. Now, well, then, let me ask the question I asked when you earlier, on, Maria. What is an Irish? You, you're an Irish citizen, I uh, I'm assuming, and maybe that's an assumption on my behalf. I by the way, I am, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, what makes you Irish? What makes me Irish? Yeah, uh, it's a difficult one to answer. It is honestly. It is, I suppose, it, as the previous man said, born and rare generations going back. Well, isn't um, that is, isn't it? Par- no well, but, but that's and always I, been the case. I, parentage, I, I parentage. Have no I have no problem with um, whether people are Irish or they're not Irish. I have absolutely no problem with that. But what I have a problem with is it being exploited. And also, if, if we are a member of the EU, they're also those kids and those parents as their guardians, if it was the case. It's opening the door they can go into anywhere in Europe and live and get the benefits or whatever the case may be. 
there has to be something to prevent that happening. What that is, I don't know. And that's how complex the situation is. But every is. country in the world has the same rule. I, I think Ireland was, as I said, the only country that didn't have that rule up until 2004. That there was a, for many years, many countries yeah. had this rule which was exploited, and that was called anchor babies, which is a kind of yeah. derogatory term now. In this at this stage, know, yeah. but but either way, that was the term that was used. Ireland was an exception because we didn't have that, and it was being exploited. That's why at the time, the minister for justice was Charlie McCreevy. He uh, ordered this referendum to ask the Irish people. Now, you cannot have a situation where somebody just by being born in a country becomes a citizen. I don't believe that is I, possible. I'm the same. I'm the same, but at the same time, like, I, I, I remember that situation two years ago and it broke my heart. Yeah, but so, you can't make, and, and as much as we look at little Eric or we look at little children yeah. like Eric and we say, God, it's yeah. so unfair on them, we're not the ones being unfair on them. It's the parent no, that puts them in that position. But I just, while I was waiting for you there, Niall, I looked up uh, that referendum and uh, I think it's less than, I think it was 50-something percent turnout at that so uh, one okay, there was uh, altogether the total turn registered voters on turnout was uh, three million. It was a huge turnout. Well, if you look at the percentage, I just looked it up there on Wikipedia, right? Fifty nine point nine percent. I think yeah, turnout. Now that's low for Ireland because we are. Well, it's well not really. I mean, the big referendums we had: abortion and yeah. um, marriage equality. I yeah. think they were like sixty six percent or something. Well, I thought yeah. they were higher. No, no, I, I, I no, I think fifty nine. I think fifty nine is a huge turnout for a referendum. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. No, I didn't realise that because, you know, I was of an age and I voted in everything that I could. And I don't remember that one, believe it or not. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake there. Sorry. The, the, at the time, the population of registered voters would have been 3 million, uh, okay. just over 3 million. And 59.9% of those turned up to vote, okay, which okay. was a good turnout for a referendum. I yeah, mean, okay. the, the average general election is about 40%, isn't it, or something like that? Oh, I, I thought it was yeah. a lot higher. Ah, Jesus, no. I wish it was. Okay. Uh, we did have an argument. That's a whole other argument as to whether people should be forced to go out and vote. No, yeah. but I just feel, I feel, you know, on the uh, feeling and emotional side, yes, God, every child has a right, you know, it, it, to stay in or to be a citizen of Ireland. But on the other side, when it comes to law, that gets so complex. It's not an easy question to answer, and that's my opinion. Okay, we'll stay there because Robbie, you're in Classic Kids. How are you doing, Robbie? It is a complex question because, as Maria rightly pointed out, you've got a situation where you've young children in this situation to no fault of their own. True. It's true. <laughs> I remember the referendum well in 2004 and uh, I remember that was a very, very large... As I said to Ash, I can't remember what the question was. Was it yes or a no? Or, but whatever it was, the question it was against um, the citizenship for being born in Ireland it was very, very high yeah. as far as I remember. And uh, 60% turnout for a referendum is very, very good in Ireland. It's very, very good. Yeah. You know, normally, normally it's between thirty and forty percent. Um, <clears throat> the last three, four referendums we have now, have been which, by the way, is very disappointing for the Irish population to be so lax about referendums and things that change. I think that's across the board. To be yeah. honest with you, you look anywhere, even in the states, the election just gone, you'll see that it's only around a sixty percent turnout that people come out to vote. You know, yeah. um, after the after the, the terrible thing, but that's another story. <clears throat> I mean, when you look at things that at the time it was being abused. It really, really was. Oh, you know? was yeah, of course it was. And um, people, people were kind of um, a bit peeved in relation to what was going on. Now there is a path to um, citizenship there, and I think that's the best way to take it. You know, um, like most countries around the world, you just can't turn up on somebody's shores and say, "Well, I'm here and I'm staying, and I want to have babies and I want to claim everything." It just doesn't happen, and we just kind of close that loophole, as you said, when the Brits told us to kind of start it out. 
when that Chinese woman went back over and they started claiming everything after having the baby. Well, because Belfast. she became a European citizen, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, European citizens can move anywhere throughout the European Union. That's not the thing. It's um, outside the European Union is where it was being abused from. That's the fact of the matter, you know? Yeah. And um, I think if you put the question to the Irish people again, I think you'll find you'll probably get the same result again, you know? Yeah, I, I think you may get a slightly less. I, I would still well, say, I I'd still say it would be a win, but I think it would be more sixty yeah. percent rather than seventy nine. Yeah, well, I mean, seventy nine percent is huge. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, well, it's, it's a landslide. It's a landslide. It is, and sixty percent is a fairly substantial percentage as well. You of know, a turnout, yes. Yeah, it was. I, I remember I was on radio at the time. It was a very contentious referendum at the time, uh, and I was on radio at the time. And it, it was the kind of start. If we look back at Ireland, Ireland has always been a very insular country when it comes to. It's always been Irish, uh, and, and it's only in the last twenty years that we're seeing multiculturalism. Um, yeah. And at the time, this particular law was being abused, and I mean widespread. There were there were literally stories, we were covering them on the radio, of people arriving in Dublin Airport pregnant and being taken straight to the Rosunda Hospital. That's how yeah. much it was being abused. It was. It was. And I'm one of those liberal lefties your previous caller called about, spoke about, you know. And um, I think the loophole had to be closed. But I think the path of citizenship um, is something that needs to be looked at as well for people yeah. too. Well, but, uh, what, what also, about, well, then what about an amnesty for the children currently in Ireland? Yeah, I agree. Uh, would that be some sort of way we could deal with this and then going forward saying no more? If it happens again, well, I'm sorry, we can't be having... Well, I mean, the 2004 referendum was that amnesty, was it not? Well, it was, yeah. You know, like... Yeah, like <clears throat> but know, I mean, but what, we're do, what the like, Labour Party and what ta- the Taunashta is supporting is undemocratic. As far as I can see. The Labour see. Party want headlines. That's all they want because they're really nothing in Ireland anymore. <laughs> That's you can't even get a vote. So, well, do, Robbie, do you, I have to say, go to a break. Stay with me, Robbie. Please don't go away. Uh, keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-008. Robbie, by his own admission, is a lefty. And he said even he doesn't agree with it. I'm asking, do you agree with it? Because the Labour Party, and clearly, tonishly, of Radcliffe, are supporting this idea that if you're born in Ireland, you're an Irish citizen. Somebody said, Robbie is not a lefty if he thinks this is a bad idea. Surely, as a lefty, he would be promoting multicultural. Robbie, do you want to respond to that? I have no problem with multiculturalism. That wasn't the question, though. Maybe if they listened. The question was in relation to um, the, the birth in Ireland that was being abused back in 2004 when we had the referendum. That's the difference. I have absolutely no problem. So no, ma- no matter what your personal feelings are, you agree with democracy? Yes, exactly. I mean, I, I think multiculturalism is a great thing. So that person really needs to listen to what we're saying. You know, like, the, the thing is, and it was being abused in 2004 and previous to that. Like, let's make no qualms about that. Um, I have no problem with the path to um, citizenship. I, I, I welcome it, you know. But so what, point, so what, do we, well, what do we do then, very quickly, because I want to come to Jim, but what do, what do we do with the thousands of young children currently in this country who are undocumented or have undocumented parents? Because according to the referendum of the legislation, unless one parent has a right to citizenship, they have no right to citizenship. So what, 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 do, we, what do we do with those children? Do we deport them all? Um, no, I wouldn't say we deport them all, but I think, we're, as again, it's, it, it, I don't want to keep using the same terminology, but it's a part of citizenship. We have to look and see if there's a way around that we can get some of these. Well, then if you're looking for a way around, surely that's undemocratic. That goes exactly against, you're speaking now from both sides of your mouth. No, you you no, either agree I mean, with it or you don't. I mean, depending depending on the age of the children as well, like, I mean, no, if um, we vote on something, if we voting on something and a child was only born in the country in the last five or six years, well then, I mean, 
there's other ways around that they'll have to look for citizenship. But the thing is that they can't be documented as an Irish citizen because we voted against that in 2004. Okay, okay. Well, well, hang on a second because I want to go to Jim as well. Because Jim, you're on Classic Hits. Adrian, Jim, you worked in the asylum sector uh, for 18 years. Uh, and and uh, you believe it was the first port of call when they claimed asylum? That's right. Now, I worked there 18 years and the amount of abuse I've seen in 18 years is unbelievable. Like, I mean, they were coming from every part of the world and because Ireland had the easiest system to get through. And, uh, like, I mean, people claimed asylum. They went through an interview. If they were refused, then they went through the appeal system. And if they were refused on that, they were just left in limbo then, like, and uh, nothing happened. And a lot of them would go missing, and then they come back after a year or two to try and go through the system again. I mean, it got so bad in our office. We had a, actually a baby born in the office. That's how bad it was. You had a baby <laughs> born in the office. In the office. That's correct. Actually, and was this was this before two, was this before two thousand and four? Uh, Jesus, I can't remember. It's gone okay. back far. But actually, the baby was born away. And my like, I mean, it was amazing. Like, I mean, to, that you could travel. That bad, that like so much heavily pregnant. I mean, well, the, well, airline you're not, you're not, the airline can get a fine, by the way, for allowing somebody on heavily pregnant, uh, because they're not for health and safety reasons. They're not supposed to, but also for the reasons that we know now uh, that it, it's it's an abuse of the legislation of a country to try and arrive pregnant and have a baby in a country which was being abused. Uh, and, but and unfortunately, yeah. the, the, these people were still arriving, like regardless of the airlines, they were getting in and made no difference. So once he arrived in Dublin Airport, he said the magic word, word asylum. So that was it. So Well, some people have a genuine case for asylum. Others don't, by the way. Oh, well, like, yeah. I mean, I, I've, seen, I've seen people who have actually claimed asylum in other countries, and through the system we find out where they've claimed asylum, but they still come to Ireland because we've the easiest system in the world, as I said. So, in other words, they've gone to another country, failed into France or whatever, failed the asylum process there, and then come to Ireland. Yeah. And how did they get out? Sorry, s- s- sorry, say sorry. that again. Say that again, Robbie. How? How? You know, like this. The question is that, like, they were refused in France, right? Or, or how, England, or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so say France, and they came to Ireland from France. How can they get out of France and into Ireland? But they're not going to stop them. They're not going to stop them leaving the country. You know what I mean? Coming in, maybe, but leaving the country. They don't stop. uh, They're glad to see the back of them going. Probably, you know what I mean? Because it's not because it's not their problem anymore. Then. Yeah, that's it. We we had a very big influx there in 2015 of people coming from the UK, and they were all males, Pakistanis and Indians, and what was happening? There was a bit of a clampdown in the UK. So they decided to come to Ireland to claim asylum. At the time, I remember that story at the time the Gardaí had arrested quite a lot of people and they were coming from buses from Belfast, from what I remember. Well, that was another way yeah. of coming to And there was actually coming down in taxis as well, they were now. They yeah. were paying the taxis. But this particular thing was going on was that they claimed asylum in Ireland. Okay, if you were accepted, fair enough. Then they went back to the UK to work. And if they're caught... They couldn't be deported back to, say, Pakistan. No, 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 because they're European citizens. 
Because yeah. they, they claimed asylum in Ireland. So Mind you, uh, the, the concern is now, and somebody rightly pointed out, when Brexit happens in January, it, this is going to mean problems for other European countries because anybody who would be illegally travelling to Britain uh, won't be able to do that anymore because they won't become a European citizen. So Ireland and other countries of Europe, of the EU, will become a target uh, then for people oh. who want to go in illegally. Well, I can see, uh, like, I mean, the, the Brits will have an open hand now. They can do what they like after this, and you will see a major influx coming into Ireland. Okay. Where's the first part of call that's here? Okay, in your own experience, just your own observation, finally, Jim, out of all the people that you saw coming through the system at the time when you worked, uh, you know, in the asylum sector, how many people, or what percentage, just your own observations, what percentage of people would you believe were genuine asylum seekers? Well, to be quite honest with you, I would put a very small number on them, to be honest with you, you know, because most of the cases that were refused, how, how would you say, they, they didn't get it. They didn't qualify, they yeah. This. Yeah, because they just, and with them we had to... Uh, in other words, they didn't qualify under the convention that their lives were not in danger in their own country. In other words, they were economic migrants, uh, more so than asylum seekers. Listen, Jim, I've run out of time and I get the point that you're making and you think it will be abused if it's allowed to happen. And we all understand there are cases out there of young children living in this country uh, undocumented and that is unfair and it's really wrong for those poor children to be sent back to a country that they're not familiar with. We get that, everybody gets that. But there has to be a rule and a law and we democratically voted for it. Why do we want to change it now? 